who was on the Peloton again today? You. I was, I was accountable to myself. So regardless, I had to shift my time around. You slept a little bit less hours last night, but was still accountable to this and still got on t- and still was on time for this and got all this done. So it's just that non-negotiable time. Right? Yeah, I, it's funny because often people aren't clear on what their non-negotiables are. And clearly you have that. And I have the same where mm-hmm. my day really doesn't get started until all of this gets done. And yeah. it, it'll change and it'll vary, right? As the years go by, I've added things, I've subtracted things into that morning routine. But the overall ideas pour into you. In fact, one of the most simple things that I coach on is 15 minutes. So if let's say Keith was so busy that all he could give me was 15 minutes, I'd say, look, Keith, we're going to do five minutes on your mind, five minutes on your body and five minutes on your soul. Just that much to pour into you before you start taking care of the business and the house and the kids and the dogs and everything under the sun that we do. It's one of the most simple concepts, yet so few people do it. Of course, now it's hard to stay accountable to things because you haven't poured into yourself. You haven't truly fed yourself all the goodness that you need to be accountable, to show up as the best version of you. And I think that might answer the question to everything we're circling around, which is why don't people pour into themselves as much? Because it's looked at as being selfish when in fact it's the most selfless act that you can do. Is it? Yeah. Because is it selfish? I say to my family and I say to my friends, I say to my colleagues, if you want the best version of me, you got to let me get to my non-negotiable time. No, it's so true. So you were talking about watching your Jets last night. So that's your thing. Let's say for a guy listening, golfing is a big thing, but the wife is no. I know it's four hours away from the family, but if this is your thing and it fills your bucket and it allows you to show up the other six and a half days of the week, then ladies, let him go golf. Just if your thing is going out with the girlfriends, guys, let the girls go out with the girlfriends. It's so funny, man, how we get into these relationships and we start to take away from who that person is that we fell in love with to begin with. But it's let them pour back into themselves, whether it's a hobby, a sport, working out, whatever it is, so they show up happier to everything else in life. And I see it with so many executives that they're like, my wife won't let me do this. You need to have another conversation, brother, because the truth is, if that's important to you and it it allows you to show up as the best version of you, then it's not a question. It's I'm going to go do this so I can be the best husband. So anyway. Mm-hmm. Jam is the 15 minute tip. I'm, I'm trying to find the better word, but is that 15 minute strategy, the strategy you recommend to your audience, those retired athletes, those business leaders that are struggling to stay accountable, especially when they've come from a structured environment. Listen, you came from a highly structured corporate environment. It sounds athletes that go to work and be on a team. That's a highly structured environment. And then one day they wake up going, okay, that structure is gone. One day you woke up and that structure was gone. Was it you recognizing the power of 15 minutes, Jim? It's the bare minimum that I would suggest. And here's the crazy part, brother. There are pro athletes I work with that they don't even get, they don't do this for themselves. And what I mean by that, because they're giving so much to their organization, their team, whatever family time they have left, they always, not always, 
a vast majority forget to pour into themselves. And so that 15 minutes is like the bare minimum that I, I coach on for anybody to say, what are you doing for you? And they'll start to talk and it's always about something else, not them. I No, no. What specifically are you doing for you? How are you feeding your mind? How are you taking care of your body with athletes? That's easy, right? The, the, the mm-hmm. body parts taken care of so they can subtract that five minutes. They could take it down to 10. What are you doing for your mind? And what are you doing for your soul? And so it's really simple. Feed your mind because the mind and the body are attached. That's not going away. If you're not feeding the mind, then the body's eventually going to fail and vice versa. And then the soul part is, what are you doing? Oh, I don't care if it's read the Bible, walk on the beach, go for a hike in the mountains. For me, it's meditation. What are you doing to feed that soul part of you? And when you can do that, now go take care of the rest of whatever you have to do. So it is funny, whether you're a former athlete or a current athlete, what are you doing to pour into yourself? And I'm not talking about for the team. I'm talking about just for you. And I find that people will start to find themselves much faster again if they just give themselves that 15 minutes a morning. For me, it's, again, two hours plus. But that's a lot to ask somebody. So that's why I broke it down to just five minutes in each arena. It's important to go. It's important to look out for yourself, to show up for yourself. I, I know some of the advice that uh, some of my, my my business athletes, some of the athletes that have come through the lab have said, we spend our whole career focusing on our team and everything else. And then we wake up one day and the team's not there. So it's not only taking care of myself mentally, physically, but also professionally, what's going to happen once my pro hockey career is done or my pro football career is done, or my pro golf or baseball career is done. So perhaps part of those 50 minutes in your day is saying, okay, what am I interested in for the next part of my life? I'm going to go learn about finance or go learn about real estate. But it's just that whole concept, JM, of making sure your own mirror is taken care of. Yeah, dude, 100%. And one of the best examples, I think of Kobe. He's passed now, but the the day after he retired, he was already working on what ended up being, I think he won an Oscar, or not an Oscar, whatever the award, Academy Award for his short film, mm. because he literally, he, he had more than just being a basketball player. And the, the point is that being a hockey player or a basketball player, that is one part of your life. But it's not the end-all be-all. And I think where people get tripped up is when, everything they label themselves as I'm this mm-hmm. you that's a piece of you but there's so much more to you and so w- whenever something comes up next it shouldn't be like oh my gosh but I'm the hockey player what else can I do brother you're a human being you could do so many things what interests you do you like to write poetry go for it who who cares that you played hockey and you can do poetry at the same time. There's no rules on this. It's just so funny how often the most successful people will limit themselves, even though they were at the very highest level of a profession. Why couldn't they be at the highest level of any other profession? And I think that's when we see people that truly embrace life when they're like, yeah, I'm a hockey player, but I'm also a, a golfer. I'm also an incredible dad. I write books. Yeah, man, because there's multiple layers to you. And and by the way, if you chose to crochet the next day, cool, that can be your thing. It doesn't matter because there's no rules. You get to write your story every single day. 
And it, it is fascinating, man, to watch people go through that identity crisis. Mm -hmm. We've been wrapped up in it for so long. And I learned that very early because my athletic career was taken out after my third knee surgery. And I was always JM the athlete, whether it's basketball or football or baseball or swimming or soccer, name a sport. I probably played it. But once that was taken away early in life, I had to go find myself. And it was in those quiet times that I was able to figure out that I love to read. I love to write. I love to dance and sing. And these are things I love to do. So why not do them? 